or good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Welcome to the Chinwag. You might notice that the person speaking is neither Tufty nor Woody. It's actually Bingers. It's Emily Bingham. And I am the guest today. And I thought it would be fun to do the little intro. So here I am. Hello, everyone. Hi, Woody. Hi, Tufty. Hello. <laughs> and what an amazing intro. And it's kind of annoying that Bingham there has done it in one because normally <laughs> Stella and I always popped up the intro and end up having to re-record so oh it's okay well Begin- beginner's luck <laughs> <laughs> okay let's segue what seg- we've got hang on we haven't even started yet we can't segue we haven't started. <laughs> Bingham tell us about yourself who um, are you how's the week been going what are you up to okay <laughs> hi I'm Emily Bingham um I moved to Bath in September of 2018 Uh, from North Dorset which is where my family is from and then the following February I walked into Whitcomb one day and never looked back Um, so that was fun and quite soon after that we went to the church house party where I got to know quite a lot of people and sort of made like proper friends with Elizabeth Ayres and Nadi Ford I was hanging out with them and that was really really fun so that's me and so I didn't do the whole uni thing, just FYI. September is just just um, random month that I moved. <laughs> but at the moment, I am working in a shop. So I've been on furlough quite mm. a while. Hopefully, if all goes well, be back next month, about 12th of April. I think that's when it's, yeah. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that because I miss, I miss our crazy customers. My week has been very good. I would say the last two weeks in general, I was pretty low in the, in the lockdown, especially when it was like depths of winter, but I've been doing a lot better this month and yeah, the Lord's been hearing my prayers and my friends' prayers and things. So really grateful. Yeah. Any particularly standout moments from the past week then, if it's been an improvement? Well. The most recent delight was yesterday, which if you're listening, so we're recording this on Saturday. So yesterday was Friday and I came to the church to help out with making some flower bouquets for Mother's Day for tomorrow and got to see a few people at church, which was nice. I really, really needed that just to, you know, nice little chat and see some real humans. So that was lovely. And also I did something for the first time last week which was I cooked a roast dinner all oh. by myself I know applause <laughs> but I realized that like I had done each element of a roast dinner before but just mm. not you know simultaneously so really it was great fun it was my so I live with my old landlord Alfie and he was 70 so I said Alfie what's your favorite meat I'll oh, do us a roast so I did roast lamb and Ooh. had like really crispy roast potatoes and like honey roasted carrots and we had cabbage and gravy and not gonna lie like it was amazing <laughs> it was <laughs> so I was just I had prayed before I'm like Lord please help me and literally for days after Alfie was like oh Emma I keep thinking about my birthday and it was so nice it was really nice to bless him as well so there have been um a few highlights of my week so far and yeah oh I did want to ask if I'm allowed to ask a question Mm -hmm. if Woody did you have a nice birthday it was a very nice birthday. Yeah, okay. good seminar with Clover and Susanna. And I got a cake. I got a 
Cecil the conservative caterpillar cake. <laughs> so it's a rival to Colin the caterpillar, but um, Cecil was yeah, very delicious. Waitrose caterpillar. <laughs> oh yes, no, it was a very nice, very pleasant birthday, and like nice and sunny as well. I think. Mm, like, good. So you, you can't go wrong with that. Well, it's sunny now, even though ten minutes ago it was hailing. And then it was windy, and then it was sunny, and then it was hailing. It's like my emotions. It's like all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Susanna, mm. how has your week been? Yeah, it was nice until like Thursday. I thought you were going to say until now. <laughs> doing <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, this is lovely. Yeah, because I was at, um, we have our day of Zoom MTC training. Mm. And sadly, I knocked over a glass of water over my laptop during the call and then I left it upside down drying out for a day and turned it on yesterday and it's still not oh not... and then thankfully I'm really grateful everything backs up and like all my documents are saved mm. except the talk that I had prepared for yesterday evening for the youth group was not there so I rewrote it yesterday morning <sighs> It was quite stressful and then just like tech was stopped being my friend and then like the wi-fi went down here so i had to like go back to church in the rain in the evening to like join the wi-fi and do the youth group but the gospel was proclaimed they had a talk and i was like thank you and it was actually quite funny because my introduction before i was doing about lazarus and my mm. intro was like have you ever said oh if only this one thing hadn't happened god why did you allow that to happen and then I had a first example in my rewrite so oh that's great authentic example exactly. provided by the maybe lord I, maybe I needed to hear that sermon that talk myself but so is your um laptop still broken today yeah so like it's still I'm just leaving it for a couple more days but I'm mm. borrowing an old laptop from Roger um but yeah the 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 camera Qualities, <laughs> like three pixels. <laughs> it like sounds like I'm underwater when I use the audio, so I was like, maybe not. But yeah, it's alright. It's just crazy so how much rely on like technology. I'm like, overlay. Mm. I have can't access anything, but fine. Well, Susanna, I'm really sorry about your lap shop. Thank you. That does sound super stressful. Yeah. On a lighter note, I have a really nice new one. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll take that back because it's actually not new. AJ bought himself a new MacBook, so he sent me his old one, which is nine years old, which to me is like nothing because I always have hand-me-down stuff. And it is the first time I've ever had like an Apple computer. So I've got an iPhone, but I'm just amazed by how many different things I can do and how everything like kind of like all syncs up and like we yeah. can share laptops and he like you know when he goes into my screen he can like show me how to do stuff on photoshop and it's just really really fun yeah really fun but I'm still just kind of like getting the hang of it because I can be a little bit when I have to learn to use new technology I would rather I would rather have something familiar that's not as good because I'm like, oh, yeah, but I know how to use it. And I can kind of work mm. around the things that aren't that great by just being a bit resourceful. So when I first got it, I was like, for like a week and a half, I was like really super stressed because I was like, I don't want to use it because <laughs> I don't understand. Like, then I like break through that barrier. And now I'm just like, oh, yeah, like 
I really did need a new one because my poor old laptop was like, you know, falling apart at the seams, half the buttons didn't work. And I was like, no, yeah. no, it'll be fine. He was like, and seriously. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's really mean to say that after your laptop but it did remind me you know yeah, I'm still happy with you. I don't wish on other people speaking of learning new technology I have mm-hmm. been honing my skills in the humble needle and thread department this week that was like, a smooth segue oh smooth is my middle name <laughs> um, essentially I've got like seven pairs of trousers and one of them has a slash in the thigh region on the front which makes it inappropriate to wear to church and then all of the six (laughs) other pairs have a hole in the inner thigh which essentially I've been patching up but this week I was like I I, I was fixing my black skinny jeans and I had no black thread so I was like oh I'll just use white thread it won't be that obvious (laughs) turns out it's the most obvious thing ever when you know it's there but um (laughs) it's fun doing your own sewing you know you feel like a person a from a hundred years ago you know embracing <laughs> culture I feel that when I like sew a button onto my coat I'm like oh my gosh I'm so vintage like, <laughs> like the only thing I could do is sew on a button <laughs> so I appreciate your attempt Adam I say that was brave that yeah, was brave yeah. like mm. so far the patches are holding together Good. did you find some black thread no so I've still got a, a patch of white thread on my but i'm sure at some point black thread will come into my life and then i can do the other one susanna have you got any stories which don't involve a valuable piece of technology breaking and Mm. your heart breaking alongside with it i don't think do i oh wow it's really been one of those weeks (laughs) that experience has just blitzed all others from memory because it was just dormy for like a few days where i just didn't leave the house oh my gosh that makes a perfect segue Speaking of not leaving the house for a few days, I would like to use that as a segue to go into the fact that I found a Lord of the Rings extended trilogy box set. (laughs) For, I must say, it was you secondhand on eBay. Mm. Normally they're anywhere, you know, between 50 and 150 pounds, which sounds, you know, ridiculous. But not when you think about, you know, all those years and months of work that went into that project. But <laughs> I found <laughs> the box set for $9.99 on no. eBay. Yes, I know. No way. It was it was a good day um, in the Bingham world. And it came like in, it comes in these beautiful like um like sleeves, like each one, and then you open it out like I don't know, like when you open a map and it has all those like sides and there's like six DVDs per movie because like the movie split up and then it has like special feature DVDs and it has like the maps and like these beautiful, this beautiful artwork on the back and oh gosh, it's so beautiful. So I, you know, spent a few hours watching. That was the real Lord of the Rings and not just some dude's reenactment of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Like 9.99 just seems so cheap. I know when it came, I was like, "Well, it's probably like either really super scuffed or some of their like discs are missing." But no, it was like someone had really cared for this, and I I like things that also don't look like brand spanking new. To know, so something about that again, maybe it goes back to like new new things kind of can. Oh! But um, mm. I like that it was like slightly worn, and but everything worked perfectly. And clearly someone was just trying to get rid of it. And, you know, I was the glad recipient 
and I just keep that forever now just and it looks cool on my on my bookcase I put my favorite movies on my bookcase along with my books because you know it's just kind of like more honorable than (laughs) you know being in a box behind my absolutely (laughs) and it makes me look you know cultured and clever and, and all that yeah, so that, that made me really super happy. Mm-hmm. Are the extended like versions worth watching then? Is there a lot more in them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so it's funny because there are some things... What I noticed, so I just thought that the extended editions would just have extended scenes or added scenes. But what I noticed when I was watching, I was like, this feels different for some reason. And I realised that some of the music is different or like the oh. way they've edited it slightly. So it does feel like you're kind of watching like a slightly different version, but the extended scenes basically sort of flesh out some of the things in the original movies where you think, why did that person react in such an emotional way? Like, are they just, you know, overly emotional, which, you know, hands down, I don't (laughs) totally get that. But like, it kind of fleshes out more individual stories. So it feels more full. I would say it's worth watching. Although I couldn't read, I tried to read the books. So I read Fellowship and Towers. I got through those two, but then I started having nightmares and I just couldn't carry it. Like, it's so, it's so silly because <laughs> the books are like 10 times more intense and scary than the movies. And wow. I, I know, I, you know, that's because a movie's visual. You think that you'd kind of dream more maybe, but the mm. books, I just, they're, I mean, they're so beautiful and so well-written, but I... I have, you know, my brain is can be a bit a bit soft and it all kind of goes in. And I was like, oh, is it worth it? I was reminded of last week when Adam was talking about like, not so much, I mean, this wasn't really like a conscience issue, but it was more an issue of like, is this actually kind of helping me? But it actually wasn't. It was just making me a bit more of a like a twitchy person. <laughs> so I was, you know, like <laughs> like frightened all the time and stuff. So I was like, oh, you know, I'll just, it's all right. I'll just stay with, I'll just stick with the movies. And I got Ooh. through the first two. So that was a Ooh. few months of reading. I and know. I think in the context of fear, mm. it's time to introduce some hope with our thought for the day. <laughs> oh, you are, that- you are getting better and better. Okay. <laughs> Better and better at beautiful segues. <laughs> so, Bingham, you prepared something for us. We haven't I got a have. clue what you're about to say. So I love away. this. I have the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> well, the context of fear is actually quite relevant because recently a friend shared about experience her little one had had at school. And just to keep it sort of, you know, brief and vague, it it was in the context of kind of how children think and how basically anyone (laughs) with a rational mind, reality can't change. You know, there are boundaries, there are rules that the Lord has set, etc. And when they come up against something, you know, and then the teacher kind of like affirms something that's maybe strange or confusing. And, you know, the child comes away kind of confused. And when my friend was kind of sharing about that, it really struck me. And, And I know that the temptation especially well I could speak from my own experience the temptation when I hear stories like that I can I can feel like anger or fear kind of mixed together really and I kind of want to want to fight that thing and so there's a lot that can be said about you know culture and politics and and all that stuff but actually I would like to talk about Christ in the context of how dark and tangled up the world always has been but is becoming more and more so and just focusing our minds and hearts on the fact that 
nothing changes the Lord because we talk about God obviously as as being unchangeable but really thinking about what that means is that no matter what is happening to us or around us he isn't influenced by those things or like the shape of him isn't changed like how might happen to us or our minds or where he is just completely un like he, he can't be affected by those things in the sense of who he is at his core and I kind of I have a couple of scriptures sprinkled throughout just to help us and it's about Christ in particular that he is our savior and no matter what is happening he is still all powerful and all loving and he knows the end from the beginning so the scripture that comes to my mind is from Revelation, the first chapter of Revelation, verses 17 to 18, which I'll read for us. And it goes, well, John writes, when I saw him, that is Christ, I fell at his feet like a dead man. And he placed his right hand on me and said, do not be afraid. I am the first and the last and the living one. And I was dead and behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of death and of Hades. And you can kind of read that. Sorry, end quote. And (laughs) and you can kind of read that. And I find it very kind of like refreshing to my soul because the Lord is like our good shepherd. And he, you know, the lover of our souls and he saves us and comforts us. And the reason we can trust him is because of scriptures like this like things like this that really show us who he is and he is you know the alpha and the omega like the living one and to focus on his um like transcendency and power for me brings me great comfort because he is trustworthy and steadfast and unchanging and that kind of when I was like thinking about that it sort of led me on to think you know, things are very strange these days and confusing and, but how that is such a great opportunity where like the beauty and clarity of the Lord shines so bright where, you know, there's all these opinions and voices and just strange things that come against us. And it's like, oh gosh, I can just rest in the fact that the Lord doesn't um, confuse us with his word. Like his word brings clarity and peace um and yeah that that really I hope that encourages people because that really helps me to cling on to him amidst all that sort of noise and especially like with the media that surrounds us at the moment we there's just so much that we see and how as the storm kind of rages outside I've been struck by how precious Christian fellowship has sort of become even more to us and to me like just being around people who encourage my soul and remind me of the gospel and keep me grounded in what's eternal and what's real and I saw I have another scripture here that sort of helps us to remember how to behave as a Christian like regardless of outside pressures or what the world tells us and it's from Romans 12 verses 9 to 14 and it reads let love be without hypocrisy abhor what is evil cling to what is good be devoted to one another in brotherly love give preference to one another in honor not lagging behind in diligence fervent in spirit serving the lord rejoicing in hope persevering in tribulation devoted to prayer 
contributing to the needs of the saints, practicing hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. That is just so wonderful because we have so much there where we know what we're to do and we know what the spirit and, you know, strengthen us and enables us to do. And there's so much going on. And that's not even to mention our own internal battles that we can rest entirely on the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'd just like to finish with one really short scripture that just reminds us of his tender words from John 14, verse one. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. That's just so beautiful. And so that was just my hopefully uplifting and encouraging thoughts for people. And, you know, especially like where we're at now. And, and yeah, I just, I just pray that people would know the Lord's joy and peace and lifted this week and beyond. Thank you very much for that being, I think, in a society and a culture which is increasingly hostile to the Lord's ways that's what we need to hear and focus on I think it's really helpful too because like when we're saying about you know like the weather how it's always changing like today and it's like our mood is also like mm. constantly fluctuating that also is a comfort too that God is so stable and unchanging because you're like my mood changes like every five minutes sure. and I like, don't even know what I think or what I feel but it's so true that like yeah God is just such a, a firm foundation and that's really really comforting so yeah thank you for sharing it's so oh you're so welcome it was it was uplifting to my soul as well the lord sort of set my heart on that yeah and speaking of moods Susanna we can now move into recommendations because your recommendation put us both in a good mood yesterday did yes lovely Lizzie she brought us some natas which are Portuguese custard tarts from this new place in Bath called is it the natas company natas co by Pulteney Bridge I think they just they're all kind of Portuguese authentic and they yeah made these really nice tarts and she brought up one and they were delicious like you can get them in you know like Tesco bakery or cup whatever but they were just special like the custard was like so thick and yum and yes I really recommend as well because they're authentic Portuguese you can't beat that and yeah I'd recommend trying them out if you haven't you haven't been there yet. I thought I'd died and gone to heaven when I had my <laughs> That's how good they were. <laughs> Bingham, what are you bringing to the table? The bar has well, been set very high here. <laughs> I actually have two. The first one, I don't know if this is allowed. This is like a plug for ladies group that is, that is on every other Thursday. And it's run by Melissa Todman, which I attend. And I just, any of the ladies out there, I just want to say like, please come and join us because it's so fun and so nice to be with other ladies. And we go through a book and, you know, go through the scriptures and just sort of like, would really encourage you if you're feeling like lonely or just need like a boost that we would really welcome you. So you can contact Melissa Todman if you want to be involved. Um, My second recommendation is actually a YouTube channel and it's called The Daily Connoisseur and it's by a lady called Jennifer L. Scott and she basically just does all these things which I love and she kind of like teaches you how to be like chic and classy and how to keep your home nice and she has these recipes and like she's written a couple of books and she'll do like commentaries on like fashion and culture and like she also has something that she does every fortnight I think which is called the chic assignment where she gives you a couple of like books to read or articles to go through and or like history lessons and stuff like that so I would would, uh, recommend that because that's something that I really love and enjoy. Ooh. Wow, very fancy. 
I'm bringing a book to the table. Uh, it's called Chosen by God by um, the late R.C. Sproul. And I love that. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> I love it. Need I say more? It's got the Bingham seal of approval. Um, essentially, I've read this book once and because I've just done Ephesians in my one-to-one with the guy I'm meeting with, we're now going to read through this book together. And I think for anyone out there who's interested in the doctrine of predestination, whether you agree with it or you have great difficulties with it, I recommend reading this book because it's written in a really helpful and accessible way for exploring this doctrine and really points you to loving the Lord more because of this doctrine. You know, there's always that danger in reformed circles of, I just want to read this book for head knowledge, but this one Mm. is focused on how can we love the Lord more in light of understanding this doctrine. So that's my plug. Now, I'm looking at the clock and I'm nervous about editing this already. <laughs> so we should probably wrap up this podcast right here. Okay. So it is goodbye from me, Woody. It was a joy to have you on. Thank, Thank you. Me. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. I could have gone for hours and hours. Um, yeah, it was really fun. Thank you. Okay, bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. <laughs>